Hello and welcome to Miss Checkpoints, the video game book club podcast. Today we're discussing Titanfall 2. I'm your host Marcus and joining me today as always are the homies. First up we have Trevor. What's going on? Next we got Greg. And then we have a guest, Trevor too. <laughs> How's it going on? Um, appreciate you coming on again for an episode. Yeah, I know the fans, they wanted me again, so here I am. <laughs> Uh, I will sh- <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I will try to refer to you as T as in order to not, uh, unless you guys want to just switch off, and I'll just say Trevor, and you guys just switch off. How we'll fast and loose? We- how fast and loose do we want to be? I mean, I- T's fine with me. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're we're talking about Titanfall two. This is my game for the month of April, so I will kick us off. Um, Titanfall 2 is a first-person shooter developed by Respawn Entertainment and published by Electronic Arts in October 2016, and is the sequel to 2014's Titanfall, which was a Microsoft-exclusive title. Uh, Titanfall 1 was essentially a multiplayer-only game. Respawn knew most people only played multiplayer, or at least played it significantly longer than they would play any campaign, to the point where most people don't even complete the campaign in most AAA multiplayer games. So they decided to put all the resources into making a killer multiplayer game. And when they finished, they created a pseudo campaign that existed in the multiplayer environment. When development cycle for Titanfall 2 started later that year, the team decided to add a single player campaign to expand the game's player base. They came up with different ideas and prototypes and integrated them to form a single coherent campaign, uh, taking narrative and campaign influences from various media, including buddy cop films, some anime called Gargantua on the Virtuous Planet, as well as Half-Life. The story follows Jack Cooper, a lowly rifleman from the Frontier Militia, sent to the alien planet of Typhoon Typhoon, as part of an assault on the planet by the militia. Um, Upon the death of his mentor, Captain Lastimosa, he joins Fost forces with his mentor's titan to fight local alien creatures, human and robotic enemies as they embark on a quest to stop the Interstellar Manufacturing Corporation, or IMC, from launching a super weapon that is threatening to destroy the militia planet Harmony. Um, Upon its release, the game received critical acclaim. The single player was praised for its design and execution, and the multiplayer modes were praised for building on the foundation of the original game. Despite the positive reception, Titanfall 2 underperformed commercially, with most people attributing its underwhelming performance due to being released in a crowded multiplayer window between Battlefield 1 and Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Uh, Shortly after its release, uh, one of the co-founders of Respawn, Vince Zampella, stated that the team would like to deliver more experiences from the player set within the franchise, though a trilogy was not planned. Uh, the following year, 2017, uh, Respawn was acquired by EA. It was revealed that a new mainline Titanfall title was in development. Then, uh, early February 2019, a Battle Royale spinoff game called Apex Legends, which takes place in the same universe, was released. And then the day after its release, Zempella tweeted about working on more Titanfall, though official reveal has yet to surface. So that is Titanfall 2. Um... Have any of you guys... I'll start with you, Trevor. Um, have you played Titanfall? The original Titanfall? Oh, yeah. I Man, 
Titanfall was like my game before the first Destiny game came out. Like I had gotten into the beta for the first Titanfall. I played it then, fell in love with it, and then I got it for Christmas. I think I got it. Somebody pre-ordered it for me for Christmas, and that was like my game because I was in grad school at the time. So I was living by myself, had nothing else to do. So as soon as I got home, load up Titanfall, just play it until I fall asleep. But yeah, that was my game. And then I honestly didn't get into Titanfall 2 until like late after the game had been released. And it was only because I had heard it, the campaign was really good. Mm-hmm. So why, why were you not drawn to the second game if you were so heavy in the first game? Um... Because at the time, Destiny, it came out, and I can't remember if... Was Destiny 2 out at that time? Uh, the game came out twenty, the late 2016, so I think so. I think Destiny 2 was 2016. Okay, that may have been why. It was, just wasn't on my radar. Okay, what about you, Greg? Did you play the original Titanfall? Um, yeah, I think it was maybe like... I got my Xbox One maybe like a year and a half after it had originally come out, so I checked it out then, um, but maybe only played like, I don't know, maybe like 50, 60 hours of, of it, but I liked it, you know, just for whatever reason didn't stick with it. Gotcha. And I just looked it up, Destiny 2 was 2017, so, um, yeah. And uh, what about you, T? Did you play the original Titanfall? I didn't play the first Titanfall. I had... I don't think I really had any interest at all in the game, um, not even the second one. I, I'm pretty sure I was heavily invested into Destiny. Um, I think that was like the only game I was playing at the time, maybe Destiny. Definitely H1Z1. <laughs> <laughs> but Destiny was a priority for sure. Gotcha. And yeah, I, I never, I think, I, I mean, I was still super heavy in the fighting games, so... I uh, didn't play Titanfall. I, my roommate had Titanfall, and I remember like maybe watching him play for five minutes, the multiplayer. Um, but uh, no, I was I was too heavy in the fighting games. So um, this game, what all shooters have y'all played? Like first person shooters, ever? Like well, before <laughs> Titanfall came out. I mean. Obviously, Halo. This is like I think at this point, like I was, I, I pretty much played Halo late two thousands almost solely. Halo and like Call of Duty Modern Warfare the, uh, one and two, and then I don't think I really played any other shooters besides Borderlands. I think those were like the three. It was Halo, Borderlands, and Call of Duty. And like once I got into fighting games, it was like no other games, no other genres existed. At least for me. What about you guys? Yeah, so the, um, Halo, um, I think the last Call of Duty I had played was Modern Warfare 3, and then um, H1Z1. I think those were the only shooting games that I played, um, besides Destiny. Man, before the... I mean, it's been too many. I mean, I guess the... I mean, Halo, I pretty much played all the Call of Duties every time those came out. Uh, it was like a time where I was like big into Rainbow Six Vegas. I played a lot of that. Um, I guess it's like the main ones. I'm pretty sure I'm missing some stuff, but pretty much whatever the popular shooters were at the time, I was pretty much playing those. Oh, Portal. I forgot Portal. <laughs> First oh, yeah, person. That, that NPS. 
Uh, did none of you guys uh, was Battlefield FPS? I never, yeah. I never played Battlefield. I yeah. was always a Call of Duty person. And I played a little bit of those, but I wouldn't say like I was like super big on them. But yeah, no, not for sure. It was okay. I think that was when Call of Duty was at that time before Destiny. I think Call of Duty was more popular than Battlefield. What about you, Trevor? Besides, obviously, Destiny. Um, you play yeah. Borderlands a lot, too, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, played a lot of Borderlands. I guess you could count um, Left 4 Dead as a first-person shooter. I mean, technically, yeah, I played uh, that a lot. TF2? I didn't play that that um, much. <laughs> I played a lot of Modern Warfare 2. Like, that was probably the only Call of Duty game I played. Nobody played Far Cry? Was in the Far Cry? Yeah, I, I like. I played. I didn't play much of the first one, but I played a lot of two and three. I I forgot to put respect on. I I've been playing like over the past since it came out. I I used to play a ton of Overwatch, so include that for me. I used I played a ton of Overwatch. I thought we were talking about FPSs since before Destiny. Oh, I thought he was saying since before Titanfall. Before yeah, before Titanfall. Before Titanfall. Because from from what I could remember. And I, I hope this isn't getting too far into the discussion. I don't know how you wanted to kick it off, Marcus. Any, anyway, I don't have um, a preference. But I remember when Titanfall first came out, it kind of... The first game? Yeah, the first game. Okay. It, it kind of changed the game for first-person shooters. Like, Titanfall was really fast-paced, and I don't know if there were any other first-person shooters at that time that were, were as fast-paced as Titanfall. Um, Halo was a little bit more fast paced like whereas like with Call of Duty and Battlefield you know you're basically you know running along the ground kind of like at a, a normal pace whereas I, with I would argue on that because that was part of the reason why I stopped playing Call of Duty is because they had the it was advanced warfare is when they introduced and, like running yeah, on walls and stuff and I think that came out after Titanfall that's what I mean yeah. by Titanfall kind of changed the game for a lot of first-person shooters. You're talking about like as far as like verticality and like movement yeah, and stuff like exactly. that, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Yeah, yeah I, I was like... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I remember even going back to playing Borderlands after playing Titanfall, and it just felt like I was running in, in sand or something. I had sandbags on my feet. I mean, technically Mirror's Edge had guns in it, and... I mean, you're not wrong. So wait, what was the one? Was it Advanced Warfare with the running on walls? That was the first Call of Duty, I believe, where they introduced running on walls. Because that came out the same year. Uh, Granted, you know, obviously they couldn't have taken anything from each other because they came out so recently or, you know, so soon after each other. Sunset Overdrive came out that year. And that was a very uh, fast-paced game, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was third person, yeah. I guess, but... But yeah. that was on rails, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And it was also the same people who made, um... Um... I'm drawing a blank. Can't think of the name. Big developer, this was their first game on Xbox, because I think they were probably... It's exclusive in, to Insomniac. Xbox. Was it Insomniac? No, it's, um... Xbox Game Studios. That oh, no, 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 you're right, you're right, it is it's on, it's on the, Insomniac. So yeah. it wasn't necessarily outside of their realm mm-hmm. to make um, that kind of game. You know what, Trevor? I didn't even think about that, though. Yeah, you're right. This, I mean, I didn't play the first game, and I honestly, and this is out of ignorance and because I never watched the game, but when I heard about the game, 
I always thought it was going to be more like a mech assault game or like an armored core. Mm-hmm. When I heard Titanfall, I knew it was like, oh, there's pilots and there's Titans. To me, I thought it was, and, and this was also why, like, I, it, it, it never, the premise never drew my attention. And then on top of that, it was multiplayer, multiplayer only. So I was like not checking for it at all. So all this time, I always thought this game was a you are weak in like it, like uh, you are weak as a pilot, and you're you're trying to get into the Titan. That to, you know that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. And so like I thought this game was more of like a, a tactical game to be honest, which is really crazy to think about. Like especially Fire. after that. That's far from what it is. Exactly. With a lot of um, mech games, I think that's usually the case. That's yeah, like, yeah, and and point. so and that's why like this game never really appealed to me. And then at least with the first game, like I said, like it was multiplayer only, and I I didn't even have I don't even have I didn't have an Xbox One. I don't have an Xbox One, so I was like, there's I'm not going to be able to play this game, and that was another. Uh, another thing for me too um, with the first game, why I never got into it because I, I, I had a 360, but then I transitioned over to um, PS4, and so like anything that was exclusive, it's just like I'm I'm not gonna be able to play, you know. I, I didn't actually realize the first one was. A- well, I, I think it eventually came out on on PC. Yeah. Because of Microsoft. Um, yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, it, it never came out on. Um, <laughs> On PlayStation or on Sony consoles, I did. I did. Uh, part of the reason why I wasn't super hype on playing Titanfall Two was because I thought it was going to be way more mech based, like you guys were mentioning. But right, right. I'm not going to lie; it was kind of fire. Okay, let's get into <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, I kind of laid out the story. It, it's the story is the story you know like stuff happens the fate of the world is at stake you know you're trying to save some people some people die it is what it is <laughs> there's some futuristic technology to kind of place the titans in the setting yeah but like the 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 game kind of starts off and you're like oh you you know your place you're called a rifleman and it's like you clearly you see these people are revered because they're called pilots or whatever and then you get to you get to do like the classic like FPS because this makes me think of Halo One where it's like look at the lights <laughs> is that good for you or do I need to invert your controller <laughs> and like you do that and then you get to do like um, the little training facility which is kind of like um, I think they do that in Call of Duty at least they did that in the first Modern Warfare where they kind of acclimate you to the controls so like in this game you get to play around with maybe four or five of the different weapons you get to do some of the wall running the shooting, the sliding, all that and you get to kind of see how fast paced this game can be Um, what did you guys think about that opening tutorial? it definitely caught me off guard that's where I was like okay this this game's probably about to be way more fun than I'm expecting because I liked how fast paced it was one thing I also know, I didn't know, so I knew EA made Apex Legends in this game. I didn't realize that like a lot of the guns were going to be the exact same. So a lot of the guns in Apex Legends are exactly from this game, like the Spitfire. They had the um, the Crable sniper rifle. Um, but so that threw me for a loop because I was like, these guns look super familiar when I first picked them up. But the, some of the names were a little bit changed. 
But I really enjoyed the beginning part where you're running across the walls, and I tried it a couple times because I was fascinated with hopping from wall to wall, and like I kind of felt OP because right. you can literally <laughs> just stay on off the ground for so long. Like, I, and it's fun. It's parkour. Yeah, yeah. So it's I enjoyed really it. Um, I think it's set like a good tone for like the game. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I guess it it didn't have much surprise factor because I mean I played a played a little bit of this before um, before the podcast or before we did it for the podcast. But um, yeah, I mean it's uh it's super like intuitive how you do the wall running. You know, it's like it doesn't feel cumbersome at all. Um, you know, just really fluid. But yeah, I, I liked it. Trevor. Um, yeah, it. From what I remember, it felt different than the first game, and I don't know if it was because it was. It felt a little bit more fluid than the first one. Like the first one, you could only. It, it almost seemed like you could only run across flat walls, or not necessarily. Yeah, well, flat oh, walls. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Whereas in this one, it immediately introduces you to like curved walls and more organic shapes mm-hmm. um, that you could run across and clamber over. Um, so, yeah, I can't remember playing the first one because it was so long ago. But this one definitely feels natural. It's like you don't have to try too hard to to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. almost like the wall is magnetic. But you can fall off of it too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're running on it too long. Yeah, I don't know. Like the, the speed of this game, like. I really wasn't expecting it, and this was like this. The speed of this game reminded me of when we played Doom, you know, where it was just like almost like I gotta keep moving, I gotta stay moving, and it's not necessarily the same because I don't think that like the encounters that you have in this game are the same as they are in Doom, but just the the constant need to be like active, I, I really I really appreciated that, and it just it was super fast paced. You could kind of choose when you wanted to turn it up by wall running and stuff like that um what's funny is this is kind of the only level that really rewards you for like speed running it mm-hmm. i well, don't think there's like you can speed run other levels in the campaign but this one is it there, like there's no there's no instant gratification for you know doing things like doing combos and stuff like that we sure in the other levels they're a little bit more structured so it's not like you you're doing puzzles also where in this one it's like just straight up like focusing on getting from point a to point b as right. quickly as possible i gotcha that makes sense um so yeah um uh basically uh you do that um there's a attack or whatever and the titans have to drop in on this planet and i don't remember what happens but you drop in um with the person that's your mentor uh captain lastimosa uh he saves you a couple times you guys are getting attacked and then he ends up uh i think dying um and then you uh he gets bodied Wait, wait, wait. Do you do you drop on the thing and you start fighting and then he gets bodied? Is you start a- you drop in and then you're with like other combat soldiers. Foot soldiers. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then that's you right. guys are going through killing some bad guys and then um uh, enemy titans come. He gets basically ganked 
destroyed, <laughs> yeah. uh, killed, and then um, you're knocked out, and you wake up later. That and then he's he's not like dead yet, but uh, it's not looking too good. <laughs> yeah, and then you wake up and you're about to get attacked by some alien creatures, giant lizard dinosaur things, and then uh, he saves you with his last dying breath. Yeah. The thing I want to say that was very confusing when I landed on the island, or the, the first level, was I had no idea what the bad guys even looked like. So I was just running, and I was getting shot, and I'm like, why are, like, I didn't realize that, because I was thinking we they were going to be aliens that I was shooting at, or I was thinking it was going to be, like, robots. But then it was, like, these human dudes shooting at me. I'm like, wait, what? What did I do? And then I realized, oh, we're fighting humans on this alien planet. <laughs> And that threw me off. Um, and I want to say that's one thing that changed between Titanfall 1 and, and Titanfall 2. Is that the IMC, like, since there's no campaign in the first one, like, the multiplayer, there's a pseudo campaign that you play. Yep, yep. Um, and you basically, like, they pit the IMC and the militia against each other. And in that one, I want to say they do look a lot more similar. Whereas in this one, they tried to change it a little bit to make one look more like a like a futuristic military group and the other one look more like a, a rebel mercenary group. yeah <laughs> but yeah like when i landed i was just like these people are shooting at me i thought we were all on the same team because i i was thinking we were fighting aliens <laughs> and so that threw me off but then yeah so then um uh, last saves you and then his titan verifies you as being a potential pilot or whatever, but now you have to acquire some batteries because its battery is dead. Or, like, really low. And then, so you're, like, stranded in this jungle environment. There's those freaky, like, alien creatures that are attacking you, but then you're also behind enemy uh, territory, and there's the IMC uh, fighters as well that are trying to stop you. And and, uh, that's when you kind of get a feel for the game. And um, what do you guys think about this level? So, I like I think I those creatures reminded me of this poison spitter from Jurassic Park. That dinosaur, <laughs> yeah. giant giant versions of them. I think they look cool. I thought it was a um, good introduction to getting acclimated to how to control outside of the pilot and and running on walls and figuring out where you need to go um, and following. Uh, I would say the the way the waypoints when I was telling you where you needed to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then like uh, they also had like the walls, the rock walls highlighted. They weren't. There was like a. It was very subtle, but they looked yellow to me on everywhere I needed to go, and uh, it got you acclimated to shooting weapons in first person. And I thought it was a cool level. I liked the um, uh, how it looked, the environment, and everything. Mm-hmm. But I fell a lot to my death. I fell to my death a lot, though. <laughs> um, just like, because it looked like you can go. Sometimes there was places where it looked like you can get to, and I was like, oh, maybe. And I was, I was exploring here because I was like, because I was, it was cool. You run, you run so fast on the walls, and so I would always just try to go to places that uh, you can't get to. So yeah, I yeah, I, I, I did the same thing. But it's because I was looking for. I found like the blue helmets. The helmets, helmets. yeah, I was yeah, looking for so helmets as well. I looked for a, a lot of that because. Because those were fun to get, just because of the movement capabilities that you had as a character. Yeah, I, I found myself going for those a lot as well. 
What about y'all? What'd you guys think about this first level? It's definitely fun. Like, like I keep comparing it to the first Titanfall, even though there's no campaign, but you don't really see any jungle levels like this in the first one. You know, they're all in like a... Um, like a worn down city or somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so them dropping you into this zone like first is kind of like you know a, a huge introduction for new players and old players. So I, I thought it was pretty cool. I um I liked it. I think uh, one of the strong suits of this game is just kind of the level design. Um, it's. <sighs> It's not like a. I feel like it's well done, and it's it's not obvious sometimes the, uh, you know the exact direction they want you to go. I guess it's kind of it to me. It kind of kind of felt like intuitive. Like it just kind of made sense the ways that you want to get around the environment without having to just sit there and have like a, uh, you know, like a a painted or like a you know colored area. Be like, oh well, this is the way you got to go. Um, and then with the movement, everything's so fluid, so it's like it's super easy to kind of get around the, uh, the environment. Um, and you know, being in a, uh, open area like that, rather than just kind of being running through buildings or something like that. It's, uh, you know, it's a lot, uh, you know, a lot, uh, it's word I'm looking for here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I'm drawing a blank, but yeah, I, I, I dug it. Good. Yeah. Like I, I kind of, I didn't know, like, what to expect with this game, and it's... I appreciated we were playing a futuristic shooter, you know, game, and, you know, you're... you're They're focusing so heavily on movement and everything, and the first setting you're in is in the jungle. I was like, that caught me off guard, because I was thinking we're going to be in some, like, warehouse or something, like some building, and I, I wasn't yeah. expecting to be on the outside, and the outside. And um, so I did. I did like that, and um, kind of get got a feel for all the different—not different, but like some of the different enemies that you fight, um, like those drones, and then like humans and the aliens, and you got a good mix of uh, different enemies, and then you could kind of see how the guns um, worked in this game. And one of the things too that we kind of need to touch on is like Trevor mentioned the guns being from Apex. I really, really, really dug. Um, I don't think any... For me, the guns didn't really, like, stand out. They were kind of just generic military shooter guns. But I like that they almost forced you to have to try out different types of guns. Because you weren't... You were most likely not going to be able to find ammo for them. And I shouldn't say generic in the sense of, like, the way they were. But it's like you had your standard submachine guns, assault rifles, snipers shotgun and then there were some like twists on those different uh guns uh but for the most part like you're not using you're not playing with any type of alien technology or there's no like chainsaw or blade on any of your guns or anything like that it's just kind of like you know the guns are what the guns are there's like just enough variance that like it kind of keeps things kind of interesting i guess so you don't get like bored of uh you know the same weapon i guess and, and then no, i didn't feel like anything was necessarily too powerful where it was like oh i want to like hold on to this thing 
You know, like I, I there was a couple yeah. times I definitely like some things I prefer to use, but it was just kind of like, oh, if I needed to have a different gun because I was running low on ammo with this one, it wasn't like, oh, I feel bad about doing this. For the most part, all the guns kind of felt pretty good. Yeah, nothing yeah. felt like generally like really bad or weak. Yeah, I, I noticed that too um, about the ammo. Like I, I felt like I was. At some point, after so, so many so so long of using that the gun, I had to switch out just because there wasn't ammo for it. My favorite gun, though, I did have a favorite gun. I like the Spitfire, the LMG. I, see, the thing is, is the guns were so nondescript to me that I don't know the names. You have to tell me, like, what what about what was the Spitfire? The Spitfire was a light machine gun. That, that's one that's specifically an Apex. Uh, yeah, it's it has like seventy five rounds. It's just in this game and in Apex, it's very accurate and it's. Destroys. I like. I like the gun that shot red shots. It had like 150 as its ammo. It seemed like an energy kind of pulse rifle or something like that. Oh, and it was like a laser type. Kind like, of. I really like that. I think that gun. was an L star, maybe. I think so. And then the other one, I only saw it maybe two or three times. But the gun that the longer you held the trigger down, the quicker the bullet shot. So like it, the fire rate ramps up as you're holding the trigger down. So or like at first, a minigun? well, no, it's it, what I mean, it, kind of like a minigun, but it was a um, uh, like an assault rifle. So you had the range and accuracy, precision that you would need, but you could opt to be like you know tap 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 tap, or you could kind of do like almost like a burst, or you could hold it down and make it automatic. And I I, I, I like that gun. I don't recall that one, but there was there there definitely was a lot of guns to go through. The- my favorite one, which is probably like my favorite weapon in any shooter, was the DMR. And oh, that yeah. was just because it has like a um, a laser sight on it. Or not a laser sight, but like when you use the scope on it, you could um, see like your enemy's, um, not necessarily like a heat signature, but... Silhouette? Yeah. Oh, you can see the outline, kind of see where they're at. They're yeah. behind. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess even going a little more into combat, what do you guys think of like? So, you typically you have two guns, um, and you're constantly swapping those out. You have some type of like equipment, like they had like a frag grenade. I think it was the one you defaulted to, but then they had other variations on that. They had like these the satchel grenade. charges. Uh, what was that, Trevor? The art grenade. Uh, what did it do? It was like a electric. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Y'all are saying the names of things, and like I'm, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't memorize anything. <laughs> they also had those little mind things, which I hated fighting against them. Yeah, so, yeah, those are pretty annoying. Those were toxic. And then um, they also, so you had a melee too, and your melee was strong as hell. <laughs> so was the enemies. <laughs> One hit or quitters. Oh, I, I, and I never asked you guys, what, what console did you guys all play on? I played on PS4, and I played on hard, so what console and what difficulty you guys play on? I was on PC, and I played on hard as well. That's played, the one below Master, right? Yeah. I played yeah. on Xbox One, and I played on easy this time, because the first time I played it, I played it on hard. Um, mm-hmm. So this time, I was just kind of playing it for the story, and also looking for uh, helmets, the collectibles. Yeah, I played on PC, and I guess I played on normal. I guess that's the whatever the default one. The is. default, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, 
So yeah, I, I don't know. Like, and so in the combat for this game, it was kind of interesting because you're playing a first person shooter and they're getting behind cover and you can't really like get up behind cover in the same way other people can. But like also just this game is, or the same way you can in other games like a Gears of War or like just cover based shooters. Um, but the enemies are kind of getting behind cover and they're like, it's seemingly they're trying to flank you. Um, but they don't have the movement for the most part, the same way you do. Um, and then they start like, it starts off pretty simple. I feel like just getting you acclimated to the game, but I feel like near the, towards the end of the game, they start throwing different enemy t- types to you at you. And it starts to get way more interesting where they'll have like the drone enemies that can fly just directly to you. And then they'll sometimes send like those, um, uh, those explosive robot ones that crawl on the ground, those bulb ones. Oh, the spider. Oh no, not the spiders. Um, they look like spiders. Well, I was thinking of the the things that you can actually use, um, like for your. Like... But I know what you're talking about. And 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 then they also like you know there's there's enemy like robots that are like humanoids sitting on two legs that were pretty strong, as well as humans. And so like you get a good variety of enemy types that you're fighting. There was two different types of robots, I believe, because one you could hack and the other ones you couldn't. Yeah. What do you mean hack? If you if you walked up to them, uh, um, you could oh yeah, them, yeah 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 yeah, you could you could hack them and then they could work on your side and that was fun. Yeah, I really liked that too. Yeah, getting teammates and everything, but like it just made the fights a little bit more dynamic because I even on hard like I didn't really sweat combat. Like uh, sometimes I got overwhelmed, but but I mean like like it it really wasn't like. Did you feel like combat was difficult, Trevor? I don't think it was difficult. I. I just had, like, an issue with, like, the melees because, like, I'm not going to lie. I got bopped so many times. But, like, <laughs> I would go in for a melee and then You'd whip sometimes, it. like, no, I wouldn't whiff it. But, like, if you don't hit it, if you don't hit first, you're dead. <laughs> See, for me, I always, I I would get hit and then my screen would be, like, it would be super red and then I would get shot and die. Yeah. Uh, but, like, sometimes, sometimes they could, I felt like the, whoever punched me would either punch me twice really fast or yeah, they yeah. would punch me and then I, I, I just there was times where I, I just felt like I didn't have any time to react after I got punched oh no see I never felt that way I never were you guys using the uh, the cloak to kind of get out of situations like that or oh I forgot about that <laughs> I, I, I would use the cloak sometimes but majority of times I would forget about the cloak yeah I, uh, you also had a cloak in combat so you could basically go invis- invisible and kind of reposition yourself it it doesn't necessarily last long enough to give you an advantage. It, like, it's only it, to me. It seems like they only put it in as like a fail safe. Like oh, you're getting messed up, so yeah. just do this and then run behind something and get your health back, then go back out. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it has any tactical usage. It's just kind of retreating and get your bearings. I think it's probably something that you can use if you're getting overwhelmed. You kind of like you're you're you know already taking a bunch of damage. You can kind of yeah. reposition and. But yeah, I don't know. I just kind of felt like Trevor, like if it, when I was getting jacked up was when I would run up on somebody and my melee would like I would melee too soon, so like I'm whiffing and then I would get hit and die and, and would die. But most of the time, I was bodying people. Like if somebody was up on me, swinging on them. The ones that were giving me the hardest time were those spider explosive dudes 
Like, if you shot those dudes too close to you, or, like, because I would try to get a... Like, if I knew those things were coming, I would try to get, like, a, a higher vantage point, and they could still get up to me. And, like, if they're up to me on a tiny platform and I'm shooting at them, if they explode close to me, I'm just automatically taking damage. And if I'm also getting shot at by somebody else, I, I was dying a lot that way. Yeah, yeah, those spider things, they suck, especially when they came in squads. Yeah, yeah. Um... I, so overall, you guys enjoyed enjoyed combat in this game. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I liked it. I I like this type of combat for campaign. For multiplayer, I do not. <laughs> what you mean? Like, well, I mean, like I, I that's part of the reason why I didn't like the Call of Duty games to stop playing those is because the running on wall stuff. Oh, that part, fast that pace. part. Yeah. I don't mind it for Apex Legends for some reason, but like I played a few games of the multiplayer on this one um i don't like being able to play in the mechs on multiplayer and i just don't like how fast paced it is on multiplayer it's just too fast for me and i'd just rather not deal with it gotcha Gotcha. campaign's fun though campaign's fun gotcha um what'd you guys think of the uh the platforming in this game then like that was a really huge part of this game um we, we kind of talked about the, the wall running and, and everything, uh, but them kind of b- building levels based off of your ability to get higher up because you're wall running and making these tight jumps. Or not tight jumps, but making these jumps over these, these gaps and everything. Did you guys really dig it, or did it seem kind of like, meh? Oh, you go ahead. I was just going to say, I like it because... I really like the the Mirror's Edge games that um, EA made. The, I played the first one countless times, um, and so it kind of re- it reminded me a lot of that. And I and I, I it was super fun. And then like I never felt like I knew I I never felt like I was going in the right direction. But just because I was so fu- like just running around and having fun, like I felt like I'd always end up in the right place. And there was so many different like ways to run up the walls, and I feel like I could just never. I, I I didn't I like that I didn't have to ever touch the ground if I didn't really want to, and certain and certain levels. Yeah, I, um, I mean I liked it. Um, I guess one of the uh, the the good things about it is like even if you do mess up, it's not very punishing. You know, like checkpoints pretty good, so it's like you know you're not really punished too heavily for mistakes. And uh, I feel like they do enough with the core mechanic of just like running and platforming throughout the game between. Um, you know the uh, I don't want to like get too far ahead, but like the the time it's not time travel. I guess what you call it the um, where you start using the arc. I guess to uh, yeah, I guess it is time travel, right? Yeah, yeah it is time yeah. travel. Best map or best level, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> but like once they start doing that stuff, it was uh, I think that's probably like my favorite part of the game, to be honest. But um, yeah, it was pretty good. Okay, what you Trevor? Oh yeah, I'm glad they added it because. I mean, it shows off what your character can do, or like kind of what the mechanics can do in the game. So I'm glad they added the platforming in here. I could see it. I could see this as a 2D platformer. Like you know how people will go and make like a 2D version of 3D games. Yeah, I could see somebody doing that with the. My only not complaint, I, I, I dug it as well. Um, I kind of wish they implemented some platforming and combat at the same time. It just, the game kind of felt a little bit segmented where it was like, here's the combat section, 
Okay, cool. Now here's the platforming section. Okay, now you're back into combat. You know what I'm saying? Did you guys feel that way? I, there are some levels where you can incorporate it, and I tried it, and it's not very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Because, it's hard to aim. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're because you can't look down the sights while you're running and right. Exactly. But, but did, did you guys feel that way though, or was it just me? Mm, I mean, it's a it minor, like, minor, minor complaint, by the way. It it wasn't something like like I was actively trying. Like there were times where like you know like um when you're on the when you're running from like platform to platform on a ship. I think it's on the the second to last mission or maybe right before that where like I was just jumping and trying to shoot at the same time and I mean it worked and I didn't have like huge issues doing it but I guess maybe they were worried about overcomplicating it um, and trying to keep the game you know scale it pretty like pretty you know decent level for some, people, so. some of the, for me some of this my standout parts of the game were ones where they kind of implemented both um, we can kind of get a little bit I want to talk about the Titans before we get into the story but two that stand out was when you were in that dome, and like, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, the dome are you fight, about the training oh, part, yeah. the kind of like it's it's not really training, but I guess they put you in like a training, a simulated area. kind of environment, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. where like yeah. the like you're running in and out of those buildings, and enemies yeah. are spawning there, and it's like yeah. you have to use your like. When I played that, I was like, "Yo, why is not why are this is how every encounter should be." Is how I felt. You know, like I was like, why am I fighting dudes that are hiding behind cover when you have this really, really great movement system in the game? Like, take advantage of this. Like, when you're down to, the, like, for me, I was killing all the weaker enemies and running away from the Titan or Mech or whatever. And then once I got it down to that one, like, he was chasing me and I'm, like, trying to take out all the other. And it was just really fun, you know? And, like, like I got to make this jump. There's a guy over there that I need to kill, but also avoid the missiles that this guy is shooting at me from behind. And, like, having that kind of, I don't know. Uh, The experience that you're talking about, I got that in the part right before the sim. And that's when I also was like, okay, this game is, it's really fun. The the part where, it reminded me of Monsters, Inc. uh, Where the doors go. Yeah, yeah. That whole map area or that whole part of the campaign was super fun to me mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm, also mm-hmm. that was also the part i was referring to where i felt like i I had no idea where i was going exactly was going. exactly <laughs> and it was so fun it was it, so fun yeah because you yeah. can you can on um, you can play that part over and over again and it, you can play it any way you want and it'll be different every time i feel mm-hmm, like because mm-hmm. there's so much so many different areas you can go to so if it, there i just felt like you didn't have to go to there was some platforms that i didn't go to in that area yeah, I could yeah. if I wanted to, and it would have been a different way to get to the simulation stage. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, before we fully, fully get into the levels, let's. The last part is talking about playing in the Titan because I think right after that first level where you get the battery chart or like the charges for the Titan, then that very next level you start off and you get to be in the Titan um, and play that level. Uh, what did you guys or how did you guys like playing as a Titan? It was, it was, uh, I liked it for the most, I, I liked it, I enjoyed it. It reminded me of, have you, I don't know if y'all seen Pacific Rim. Yeah. But yeah, me, like how they have the Neuralinks and everything, it was pretty much exactly like that, except for you control the pilot, or you don't have two pilots, it's just yourself. 
and I thought it was I liked the, the interaction between yourself and the pilot or um, between yourself and the and the mech or the Titan uh, it they built a bond and it was uh, it, they helped each other out you didn't always have to fight in the Titan which I liked because um, I thought it was cool to be able to explore on the ground because sometimes there was some stuff you sometimes you had to get out, out of your pilot to get a battery for him if you couldn't access it with um, while inside the Titan so I thought I thought the gameplay was really cool. I liked how there was different. Um, you could have the same Titan, but he could just equip different weapons at the, instantly. I like that feature of it too, because sometimes some of the weapons that I didn't, I thought they were kind of trash for the time. Um, I liked it. Uh, the only thing that I wish that uh, you kind of could do in the multiplayer is uh, a part of the multiplayer is kind of like. You'll get your Titan, but you kind of hop out, and then the Titan will kind of autopilot itself or, like, start doing combat, um, taking place in combat. But in the campaign, it's like they kind of separate it. You don't really get to do much. It's either you're kind of in the Titan doing Titan stuff or you're on foot doing doing that. But I kind of wish they gave you more opportunities to uh, kind of fight alongside the Titan if you wanted to. There was a couple of parts that felt like you could... But yeah, I, I agree with that. What about you, Trevor? As far as being in the Titan, it felt very natural. Like you would think the transition from being on foot and going to the Titan would take forever or kind of take away from the game. But it feels pretty fluid. And especially in the campaign, I can't remember how it is in the multiplayer, but... It almost seems to to pause the action in the campaign. Like you're like once you're entering the Titan, you're kind of invulnerable for a second. Oh, kind of like the you have some invincibility frames. Yeah. <laughs> um, like while you're getting back into the action, so that's you know that definitely helps out like transitioning, being on foot and being in the Titan. How often were you jumping out of the Titan? Oh, a lot. Like I told you, I was looking for helmets. Oh, I would. Oh, okay. Um, I guess I'm the only one. I thought. Get, I, all right. So <laughs> I stopped getting out of the Titan after I got. I hopped out and got destroyed by another <laughs> Titan. <laughs> My body just went flying. Oh yeah, I knew not to do that. So when I initially picked this game, like the list of games I have were all met games because I had just watched Eve Evangelion. And or just finished it. <laughs> so, like, I was really in the mood for, like, playing a mech game. And to me, these mechs were whack. Like, this was my least favorite part of the game. These things were, like, at first, like, it was so cool. Like, that first fight you have with that guy, Kane, um, the, the other guy in the Titan. Like, I, I that fight was, it was cool. But, like, after a while, I was like, this is just, like, I'm just fighting bullet sponges. And y'all know how I feel about bullet. Like I, it's like I hate that. I hate that. And every single loadout that you had, I felt like I was missing something. Like there was always something on any single loadout that I either didn't like to use, and it just kind of felt like, well, why am I like? I, I tried to mess around and see which ones. Um, whenever I unlocked a new loadout, like what is this about? What is this about? But I ended up keep going back to the one you start off with because I felt like that one was like the most. I don't want to say balanced, but it just felt like I had the most answers for the situations I was going to be in. 
but even still, like there was nothing about the the loadouts. They didn't really seem that much different. It was just like the main weapon that you had for the most part. And that's one part that I think the multiplayer has over the campaign is that there are multiple titans that you can choose from. Like they have different frames or chassis um, that you can use, and then you can customize your loadouts or choose from like default ones. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas with this one, you know, you're kind of relegated to that same. I think is the Atlas Titan. I mean, you can change the same. You can change your yeah. Titan. You can. Yeah, you can. Or not your, not your. You're talking about the model, or you're yeah, talking about the, the, the oh. model. Because um, the the model kind of determines like either how much health you have, how fast you can move. Um, oh, gotcha. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has other perks, whereas with this one, you know, you can only use the perks that come with the loadouts. Well, you're playing it as BT, so it makes sense. You yeah. know, they don't, they don't, they don't want you to uh, be, you know, playing a different Titan or whatever. But I mean, was I the only one that felt that way about the combat? I felt the combat was kind of just boring, especially like it, the, that last level where you're fighting a whole. Is it the last level, or it's you with that chick, Sarah Briggs, or whatever? Yeah, that level sucked. And you're just fighting titans after titans, and it's just kind of like, you know what, this kind of, it's not fun. It's not really fun. Yeah, so I felt kind of in the same boat as you in certain certain regards on that topic. So the first fight, I was like, okay, if these are, I felt like, you know, you had to be a little bit tactical um, on the first fight, and there was some strategy to it, and then as it kept getting into the titan, I guess, boss fights, I felt it wasn't, it started to kind of like not require as much thinking. Um, and you just kind of just went all out against the other Titan. Uh, as far as the weapons go, my favorite one, I like the fire one, um, where you had like the, um, I guess the napalm tank that you could shoot, you could throw it and then you could shoot it and it shoot and it's like, a uh, thermite. It makes thermite on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was my favorite one, um, but as far I did feel like if you're the only issue I had with the guns, I felt like on the um, for me it was my middle mouse button, but it was the one if you didn't have the shield or some sort of shield, you were kind of like it wasn't a good weapon to me. I felt like the shield was necessary in all in all the situations. I like the sniper one too, and I use that one on that one boss or one level you're referring to where you're just fighting through titans after titans after titans. That yeah. one. I didn't really like that level because it felt so long, and yet the Titans are super tanky. And then you, yeah, there's not a lot of, there wasn't a lot of health everywhere, so you would, once you get low, like, you can't really go all in or you just die. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What about y'all? I mean, I didn't have too big of an issue with it. I guess. Sky playing on normal mode and easy <laughs> mode, of course they'll love it. <laughs> the only, uh,. That one level, though, I can kind of agree with you because it's like that was getting kind of monotonous because you're just kind of just mowing down Titan after Titan. And it's like it doesn't really have much impact, I guess, you know, because you're just mowing everybody down. And then, uh, like, as far as the boss fights, uh, I felt like you didn't really have to incorporate a lot of strategy. To me, they were just kind of more fun to just mess around with the weapons. But I guess if you don't really like the weapons or some of the weapons, I could see it. Uh, but you can kind of just brute force, at least on normal, you can kind of just brute force it against the uh, the other bosses, and it's not, you know, not really uh, too much strategy involved in it. 
So in regard to that level that y'all were referring to, um, where you're just kind of like fighting Titan after Titan, that level made me think of um, how this game is kind of, it kind of parallels Star Wars and why people don't like the uh, prequel trilogy is because like when you first start off in the campaign, there are very few Titans like there's yours that you kind of stumble upon and then every now and then you'll run into like two or three titans and which is kind of like similar to the Jedi in the the original trilogy but then as you get further along in the game it just seems like everybody's got a titan and they're not as special anymore kind of like there's so many Jedi in the prequel trilogy and everybody's got running around with a lightsaber so it it kind of saturated it to me um, the feeling of being in the Titan and, and facing off against other Titans. Like, I like being able to fight, um, like, the special bosses. Yeah, like the one-off, like, human pilot in a, mm. in a match. And I guess that's kind of how they show off the different Titan models, is through the um, the bosses. Um, so I See, I always just took it as the loadouts, honestly. Some of them were a little bit different, too. Like, it wasn't just a different paint job, but they actually had, like, a different model. They weren't too extreme. Um, but if you play the multiplayer, um, you can see the difference between some of the, the different Titan models. Um, but, but yeah, I, I liked fighting specialized bosses versus just, you know, waves of, of regular Titans. It, it just made it seem less... Um, um, important or not important but not as not as dramatic like oh that guy's got a titan too like i understand like at this time you know there are a lot of pilots um but i don't know i just prefer they all have the same name at the end too towards the end for the most part yeah. like scorch like, oh yeah it was just it was literally just like the loadout time, time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was just like the loadout of the um I think it was mostly for the player. I, I won't. I won't like minus one or anything for that. Like I, I understand why it was that way. But yeah, like I don't know. That that was like my main main complaint was just I, especially too. I'm thinking like oh like they're really. It didn't feel like I didn't feel powerful. Like I guess what Trevor said about Star Wars makes sense because it's like. When I'm on foot as a pilot, you know, I'm taking dudes down, like, no problem. But then when I'm in the the mech, in the Titan, we're on, like, equal playing grounds. I don't feel as strong anymore because it's like, oh, I, I got a shield, I have this gun, um, and that's really it. And, like, yeah, you're, you're taking down, like, the, the humans that are, like, outside of the, the, the Titans, but, like, the Titans themselves... The, the fights were kind of like boring and I like you just you fought them from the very beginning of the game like you, it was Titan on Titan you never had a, a, a part where you're just like a Titan just like ramshacking an entire facility because there's no Titans there so like you never really got and, and the movement in the Titan wasn't special either you're just plodding along so it was just kind of like oh there's not really a point or part where I felt like Yo, being in a mech is really cool. And that's what I wanted after watching Evangelion. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that 
Titan part was like my least favorite part of the game and like I, I honestly could have it's really weird because the main pull of this game for me was the fact that there were mechs and then it ended up being my least favorite part of the game and like I could have done without honestly um alright uh we're close I don't know if I mean I want to talk about levels now but I don't know is there anything else combat platforming or titan related you guys want to hit on all right uh, no not right now all right let's talk about these levels so um i think this was so i you know we kind of said the first level was the jungle level the second level was the titan level where you're um uh going in and out of a facility going into a facility um as a titan and you're getting in and out so that's one of those ones where you can be on foot or whatever. Um, I don't really... To me, I don't know if you guys have anything stand out on that level. When you're in the facility. Is that blood and rust? Like blood and rust. avoid the lava. Yeah, yeah. That one, I guess, is... Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was... It was okay. Like, let me... Alright, like... The only... Not the only... The level, the IKEA level, <laughs> the one Trevor was talking about, where you're, um, like the the, the monsters ink fights. Yeah, uh, that level was sick. Is that effect and cause? I no, that level I think is called into the. I think it's into oh, the into abyss. the abyss. Yeah, that's right before effect. That level, I freaking love oh, that level. Yeah, where you're fighting on all like the, you're those moving platforms. Yeah, and it's going through that facility and like it, at the very end you're like in like a like a, almost like an IKEA room mm-hmm. and you're like what's going on? Then they flip the wall and so now you're climbing up out of it into that dome. Like that entire level was like this level is sick. Like combat. On, you say what, Trevor? It was fun and I. Uh, I, uh, that level is super replayable to me. Yeah, like that level. That was like I play. I think when I first played this game, I played the first level, and I was like, you know, okay. And I played the second level, and I was like, uh, I don't really care for the Titans. And I then I played this level, and I was like, yo, they have something here. That this that was the level that it was like, oh shoot, like okay, now now I'm in now I'm into this game. And um, not not to say that the other parts of the game I didn't like, but this level was like the level design. At, like that was when I was like, okay, like they're doing something here, and I I really dug it. Even like I was telling you guys at the very end when you're shot up out into that dome, when you you climb out into that dome, and then they build the facility with the, all the rooms and everything that you had been fighting, or like the platforms and everything. That's what's. Um, uh, popping up in that dome, and then you're, you they spawn enemies and teammates for you, and then you have to fight people. And like to me, that level because you get to the platforming or like the you get to do the action and movement part in a combat situation. I just that level was my favorite uh, level at this point. <laughs> I mean, if you yeah. wanted to play Portal, you just could have played Portal. <laughs> but it's not even I don't do I mean <laughs> I know, but you're you're not wrong. But I mean, even even at the very end too, because um, I think you fight that that mech, uh, Ash too. The uh, the ninja one with the sword, the mech with the sword. I thought her name was Viper, but no, Viper is the flying one. 
Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was Ash, you're right. That was the dopest exactly. entry <laughs> ever. That was sick. She came with that sword, I was like, oh, shit, I'm about to die. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I, I just, like, front to back, like, this level, for me, was, like, I'm digging everything about this level. I think we were talking about this a while back. Uh, maybe maybe Dante was... I don't know. I can't remember who who we were all talking to. But um, I, I think I mentioned like when Titanfall came out and they announced there wasn't going to be an actual campaign. To me, this game felt like they saved all their good ideas for a campaign and put them in here. Oh, for the first... Well, like I told you, um, um, for this game, um, they, they came up with different ideas and prototypes and integrated them to form a single coherent campaign in this game. So, I, yeah, I, I definitely... Honestly, I, it, from I mean, what I read... It was like the perfect level for this type of um, like, like gameplay as far as um, your... Um, you know, how you can move, how the character can move and traverse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, this was the perfect level. And then even, like, I even still, like, the, what did I, I wrote down, the dome creator is cool, move, the moving belts and platforms, and I just really loved how everything felt so dynamic. My only complaint, I guess, was I wish you would have fought uh, Ash in the dome, like I thought yeah. that would have been cool. Like I, I kind of I wish there was more in the dome. I wish you would have fought more enemies, or there was a boss or some additional Titan encounter in there. Because I felt like that space was so cool. Like even if it was like you know you're fighting Ash, or at least even just running away from her because you're you don't have your Titan at that point, and you're just running away from her, stalling for like two three minutes game time before you get to escape and then get in your Titan and then fight her like actually head on. Like that would have been my only, that's my only complaint was like, I wish they used that dome even more. <laughs> yeah. They could have, I felt like they could have made it where since it's a simulation, uh, they could have dropped your Titan there and they could have been testing out like maybe non-piloted Titans or something. That would have been cool. But I, I was just surprised by at that point that, well, I thought that that was going to be my favorite level. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I say all this to say this. Yes. <laughs> like, I was like, man, like, put a star on that level. And, 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 okay, so the other thing, too, before we talk about the next level, do you have anything you have to say about this level, Greg or Trevor? The, uh, the Ikea level, the dome level? Nah, I mean, it, I mean, you guys kind of say that. I mean, I liked it, too. I mean... But you guys kind of summed up everything that, that all of the way I felt about it. So, yeah, I agree with y'all. It's a, it's a fun level, and just the way like stuff moves around you, like you're not sitting there waiting for, um, like there are some games and campaigns where like if you miss a platform, you have to stand there and wait for the next platform to come up so you can jump on and go to the next part of the area. But with this one, it's just like stuff is moving around you. And you can either take your time or try to move with it while you're taking down enemies. So it was, the pacing was really fun in this level, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then, 
new challenger has approached the very next level affecting cause and so like I had heard about this level I didn't know it by name I just knew there was a level in there that everybody had raved about and everything so I kind of um, was waiting for it and honestly I was thinking it was the the previous level when that but I was like wait it doesn't have the thing that people were talking about but this level was really well built like how how could a level top this level and um it did though uh, affecting cause um i don't even know how to describe it you you go to this facility you're trying to find i i don't remember the guy's name um captain anderson i think is his name yeah anderson or some and you're trying to meet up with him major and anderson. Uh, major anderson and um it ends up being that he he died and his body is stuck in between floors of this building. So you can get something like his helmet, but you need to get something off of his wrist or something like that. So you're walking around, and as you're walking around this facility, that's it's basically an old um, IMC facility, I think. I think so. And overgrown with overgrown, yeah. It's shrubs. like. Yeah, everything like there's just aliens there, like the the, the monsters, and they like are there, but no humans or anything. And you're walking through, and you're seeing these flashbacks of what the facility looked like before, and some weird stuff starts happening. And then you end up getting to his part of his top part of his body with his arm, and you get his uh, thing on his wrist. And what what did you call the thing, Greg or Trevor? When you two called it something. I probably didn't call it the right thing, but like, it's some type of time travel device, yeah. and you basically can toggle back and forth between present day and the past when this facility was up and running. And the way you the the way respawn utilizes this mechanic or feature in order to build out combat scenarios and platforming in this level is just. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Chef's Kiss. That's I literally wrote that down. I wrote, "Oh my god, this time travel level is something else." Combat is dope. Platforming is dope. Puzzles are dope. Like everything even, about this level. Even like the kind of story that they had woven into this area um, of this level. Like while you're getting there. You're having these like flashes because something is causing distortions in that area, and so like while you're walking through the complex, you can like every now and then it'll it'll flash you to the to the past where um, like you're inside the facility when it's operable, and then um, the first time you come up to some um, IMC um, guards. Or soldiers, and they actually start shooting at you, and you shoot them, and then it flashes back to the future or the present time, and then you see their bodies like on the floor. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is dope. Like they thought of everything. And then the even the cool, not the coolest part, but a cool part was like when you are in a like the back in the day, and you see a a, a group of enemies. And they're like flanking you or they're like got you surrounded. You could just quickly go back to the present day, run behind them, unthink, like un, I don't even know. I was going to say unpause it, but go back in time and then you're behind them. And just the way the combat was in that game, it just like, 
it felt so satisfying. This was one of those levels where I was like, I kind of talked about how when you were on foot, it, it felt like you were overpowered. And this was one of those rare instances where you were overpowered and it, it was still fun. It was so enjoyable. You were like almost like God mode almost. Yeah, I was about to say, you're pretty much just toying with them. But it was so satisfying. Yeah. It was so satisfying. And the way they did the puzzles as well, where you're like wall jumping on something that was that is there and then it's like fallen in the future or in so the present the time travel yeah like everything <laughs> everything about this level was just um it was so fun it was so fun yeah i liked uh, i i enjoyed getting the helmets on this level i got all the helmets on this one because they were fun to get to my man <laughs> <laughs> No, this is the one level or two that I definitely I replayed this one for sure because it was just so good to me, and uh, I actually liked the um, the aesthetics too of the environment, like the facility look. It was just to me, it was well made. Yeah, with the color palettes, you can definitely tell which side you were on. Uh, what you mean, like, like what, if you're in the present or the yeah. future, or present or uh, past? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enemies too, because you would be fighting humans in the past, and then in the present you'd fight those robots or the dinosaurs. It was even crazy too, because like it was very like a weird vibe. Because the way those they try to play it up almost like zombies when you first got into that room, and it was all those robots that were like really old and rickety, and they were like crawling at you and coming out of the ground and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, they kind of play it up like a zombie movie or like a zombie, uh, uh... Like the Thriller music video. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Man, that... Like, like I, don't, I don't know how I played this the first time. I'm pretty sure I didn't do this playing on hard. But this time, since I was playing on easy, like, I'm sitting there watching the robots climbing up out of the ground or out of the floor. And, um, like, while I'm watching them... I'm like slowly getting surrounded by them because they just start swarming me. But I'm yeah, like, like you're just, just watching so, them. It was just so cool to watch them like come to life. They could just zip on out of there. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I even like the like the the ones where you had to like just all all the puzzles, all the puzzles where you had to like go back in time and reposition yourself or like you needed to hit this jump at this thing and then time travel so then that way you're going through an open door versus. Like all of that stuff, it was this level. Was... Yeah, the one that, the one that got me, that took me the longest to figure out, was the one where you're, it's just an empty hall, and then um, there's enemies shooting from below, uh, and but then in the past it's just fire, and uh, below, and I was like, I was like, where the heck do I go on this part? But you're supposed to just go all the way to the end of the hall with the enemies, and then time travel so that. So that it's, you're about to fall into the fire, and then you just time travel back, so you're underneath the glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, that part took me the longest to figure out, but uh, it was just it was so cool though. Even like, when you, <laughs> the part, the platform out, and that when there was a, the giant open room where you would have to be on one platform, um, and in present, and then in the past, yeah, to to jump to the next platform, you in the middle of your jump, you have to go back to the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's. Ah, that stuff was just—it was so cool and well, well made. The one where you're like jumping down the tunnel, the the, the tube, 
and there's those the fans fan. going and the flames, and yeah. you got to keep on toggling. Yeah. I mean, it's like it was easy, but it's just so satisfying. It was just so cool, and it's just like man, like. I, I have no complaints about the level. Like, I think they completely nailed it. My only complaint was you couldn't bring that thing with you for the rest of the game. <laughs> That's what I was thinking they were going to do. But, Even at the uh, freaking end! <laughs> Even at the end with the explosion and you're just running off the pieces of the building that are like, when, when time uh, stops. Yeah. Yep. I would have much had rather had that time thing than my visibility. I didn't even care about not having the <laughs> visibility after that. <laughs> Like, oh, man, yeah, like, whatever explosive thing goes into, I think it goes into a helicopter, I, I don't remember what happens, but, like, you're basically, this building explodes, implodes, or whatever, and you're running on walls and concrete and, like, jumping between things, and everything is frozen in time, there's enemy body parts, and just, you're trying to get to this helicopter, it's so sick, it was so sick. Uh Yeah. I think this is the best the best level in the game dude like no hyperbole like i cannot think of another first person level just period that i like more that stood out and i like as much as this you know i remember yeah. when i first played this campaign and i got to this level i thought this was at the end because i was like i don't know how they're gonna top this well Spoilers, they don't. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I just can't think of another, like... Like, if I were to say... Like, a, a first-person shooter that we played for the show. Like, Doom. Yes, Doom is really fun. I really love the campaign. I can't tell you a single level about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, where if I think about... And, like, if I think about this game... If somebody said, yo, tell me about Timefall... Like, I'm going to tell them about this level... And I can't even think of another, like, we were talking about shooters. Like, all those shooters that we named, like, I cannot think of a, another level that just impressed me as much as this one did. Yeah, not to this level, for sure. That's for sure. I mean, even the last level we played, like, that was super sick. And I'm going to remember, like, the Ikea, you know? Like, I'm just going to, like, remember that level now. And, like, that was, like, that was this game at a nine, you know? <laughs> I don't know, I just, those, those, especially these two levels back-to-back, too, I was just like, yo, like, I know I'm only, I'm, like, only halfway through this game, I can't wait to see what else they do, because, like, I'm like, this this level is not, like, this shouldn't be in the middle of the game, (laughs) this should be, like, the last level, like, it was so good. Yeah, I would have been happy with that, (laughs) with the ending there. (sighs) Do we got anything else to say about (laughs) Effect and Cause? Yeah. Alright, well, the rest of the levels aren't as cool. We, I, I'd like <laughs> the next one, the beacon. I mean, I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next level is the beacon, and it's like, you're, it's like a sky facility or whatever. Yeah, you basically and, have to get a satellite going. Yeah, and so, like, it, it's it's cool, um... You're using cranes to reposition walls in order to jump between units, and at the very end, there's a, a, a when you activate the satellite, you get bombarded with enemies. And my complaint about this is like, especially after playing the dome level, this was the only other part of the game where I felt like they tried to implement combat with the uh, movement mechanics. But I just didn't feel like this level, it was as strong in this level as it was on the dome level. I still appreciated that I could do it, 
but it just wasn't as um, I didn't I didn't enjoy it as much. It didn't feel as smooth and fl- uh, fluid as it did on the previous level. The standout part of this level to me was when once you get the um, what was the device called uh, the thing where I'm, you I'm trying to look it up right now. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you're able to to power up like certain things. Yeah, you're able to turn things on and off. Like the uh, platforming part of that was really fun to me. It was, but the problem was is the range of that thing was so far that I never felt like, oh, if I'm... And I guess it's not a complaint, but I guess maybe going back to the movement thing, like, there, it, movement was really fun, but it felt like it was so low stakes in this game. Like, I never felt like I was going to mess up. You know? It felt yeah. simple. Because there were a and, couple of times... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you got it. You got it. I was just going to say to add to that, there were a couple of times where you used the arc tool, and I would think that after you use it, you would only have a certain amount of time to get across a platform that's you know been lowered or raised before mm-hmm. it'll go back to its original state. But that wasn't the case. Once you use the arc tool, it changes. It was like, yeah, yeah, it was stuff there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just kind of felt like there... The, I don't know. It, it, it did feel like platforming was a little bit easier. And this was like one of those... And it, it, it was the same the entire game. But this was the first level that I actually felt like... Oh, like, it doesn't really... Like, as long as I'm close enough, I'll be good. You know? I felt like in this level, like, as long as you're moving, you're good. Because, um... I'm not gonna lie, I didn't even do any combat pretty much on this level. I ran through everything. Didn't feel the need to stop. Felt like I would have been wasting time if I would have just stopped. <laughs> and I was still able to get all the helmets too. So, um, but I did like when you got that uh, that weapon up, and uh, the I did enjoy the platforming after that. But I just I kind of just like speed ran through this part, to be honest. But I still enjoy the level. Mm-hmm. You got anything, Greg? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that, yeah. You, like you didn't like being able to use the arc tool to, um, to. He to said it's the, fine to take the robot. <laughs> I mean, no, it was it was it was cool. It it's it's just kind of like, um, you know, like the previous level just kind of set like a high bar. So it's like even though this is like, it's okay. It's uh, I mean, it's hard to follow that up. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it was uh, it was serviceable, I guess. I that's that's just kind of how I felt about the rest of the levels. To be honest. Like, I think this was one of these standout levels, but, like, those two before, to me, were just so much more fun. And just, like, I, go ahead. I was going to say, I still think I enjoyed this one a bit more than the rest of the levels. Actually, I take that back. There's one other level. Um, so I don't really remember the next level, if I'm being honest, Trial by Fire. Do you guys remember anything about this level? Uh, I, th- I remember the I name thought that of was, it. Wasn't that where you were started off in the mech, and then like you got you had to? Oh, uh, which level? Trial by fire. I think this is the one. This is the one where you're with all the mechs. And you're, oh yeah, that's the you yeah. Gotta go through all the mechs. It, it starts yeah. off and you're running across that big battlefield. Yeah, I, this level yeah. I didn't like. <laughs> no, that's that's like the beginning of the end, like as far as like goodness. Oh no, you chill. Because <laughs> the next level, I, I liked as well. Uh, at least the, the 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 arc, the one where you start on that that flying ship, 
and you got to jump onto the other ship. And this is another one of those levels where you get to hack the uh, robots, and you're fighting alongside of a uh, on a flying ship with other ships flying beside you. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I really like the fights where you're taking out the gunner. Sh- you're taking out gunner ships that are shooting at your teammates uh, that are flying. And so you're you're on the ship and you're taking out the enemy gunners and everything, and that part is fun. But then you jump back on um, on the ship, the main ship, and you you end up fighting. This is where you fight that Viper Titan. And the one that flies. The one that flies. Mm-hmm. And I, I, this was probably my least favorite uh, Titan fight. Yeah, I, I didn't like the like... Titan parts of this of this level, but I like the other stuff at this level. I use a sniper on him, the sniper Titan. Mm-hmm. It was just. It was. I did too. It was just like, eh. But I like the level. I, I liked this level. Um, it was fun up until the like fight. The fastball. I yeah, mean, I kind of agree with you there. <laughs> Wait, you agree what? About the. I mean, the level itself was good, but like the the boss fights kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, here comes another um, bullet sponge. Great, can't wait. After you just fought a ton. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and then the last level, which um, I don't remember the last level either. Hold up, the full. Hold on, though, because was it this was? Because your mech after at the end of this level, your mech gets that little arc thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets the arc, and then you guys get captured as prisoners. Hmm. Yes. This so level this was is, cool. This level. This was cool. is where, like, okay, I. It was kind of sad though. Like, I, I was like, oh man, my boy, my my guy. But when you get his little, uh, the little eyeball thing. Eyeball? Oh my god! Oh uh, yeah. Yo, that gun was nuts. Yeah, yeah. So they, so BT gets captured, and you're captured with them. They're trying to take the thing out of him that you, the enemies are the IMC, and then uh, they leave. BT basically. Uh, is getting tortured or something, and they want to get something from him. They're going to kill you. They threaten to kill you, and then he's like, "Fine, here's this thing." And then they like wreck BT, and then like in his dying, whatever, he gives you like, "Oh, here, I have this backup thing. You can take it." And it has a knife and a pistol in it, and then it's just like it just tells you. I think the game says, um, "Uh, run, evade, <laughs> and something like that." And it's on. It's the serve kit. The serve kit. That's what it's called. Um, and, and it served. <laughs> like, you're just running and you have this thing. Like, you're running cross-handed. So, you have the knife and uh, the, the gun. And it's like a pistol. And you're like, oh, man, I got a pistol. This kind of sucks. But it just auto-shoot. It auto-headshots everything because you have uh, BT's little eyeball with you. Oh, my God. So satisfying. If you ever played uh, Red Dead Redemption and you had the dead eye... <laughs> That's what it is. It's just automatic dead eye on every target. It locks on and you just pull the trigger. You don't even need to aim. I don't even know why they gave you the ability to aim. Dante, to. Dante said it's the original Titanfall 1 pistol. Yeah, yeah I, was just I don't remember it being that good in Titanfall 1, but it's uh, it's pretty ridiculous in the game. <laughs> that part was just, it was really fun. Like It was just kind of like, I, I, all I got to do is worry about, like it, it, it kind of was like, oh, here's platforming in combat. But really, there was no combat. It was just platforming, but it was kind of cool to, like, get to see what it would have been like if there was combat and platforming. And, like, it just makes you feel so badass, and it was just so satisfying. 
That part was cool. That I, I forgot about. That part was real cool. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe like there was like four or five good levels in this game. I mean, obviously, I think like I said, the time travel level is n- number one with a bullet, and then for me personally, the IKEA one is number two. But there are moments in a couple of the other levels that I really yeah. dug. Yeah, same. I agree on those. Um, I didn't really like the mech stuff, but uh, the the Ash intro was super dope to me. I will never forget that. I think the the good thing, though, is, like, the game doesn't really, like, wear out as welcome. You know, it's like, you can kind of get through this in a decent amount of time. Like, I, I mean, I guess I didn't, like, clock it, but I want to say it's probably, like, maybe seven hours for me, six or seven. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Like, it doesn't overstay its welcome, which is, like, great. Um, uh, and it, it, it's there's enough variety in the environments, too, and just, like, the gameplay, where it's just kind of like, you're not, you don't feel like you're doing the same thing over and over and over again, you know? Yeah. Do, did any of you guys, I, I mean, I kind of wanted to briefly touch on it, but I mean, I guess Trevor, you did, but did any of you other guys play campaign or uh, multiplayer for this game? I had, um, I guess when I originally got it, I played multiplayer a little bit, like maybe not like maybe 20, 30 hours of it or something like that. And I mean, yeah, that was when it first came out, but, uh, but I liked it though. I mean, it's, uh, it, it feels like, I guess they changed some things from the original one. I don't remember it enough about it, but, yeah, I mean, the time I had with it, I liked it. And I tried to do the... I, I went in with the, to do the pilot versus pilot, so I was assuming it would just be ground war action only, but they still had the mechs in it, and I just don't like mechs for multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, I did... I, I, the first time I got my mech in the multiplayer, I dropped it. I didn't even know where it dropped at. I didn't know that you could get in it, but I just saw my mech had my name on it, and he was fighting around, so I didn't know that we could actually get in it. I thought they were just... For sure. Yeah, and like they were just walking... It was automating, killing people, but then I saw people ejecting out of their mechs. I was like, wait a second. So I was able to get into it, but still, like, I just... Too fast pace, fast pace for me. I don't like the running on walls to get into combat with uh, against other players is just I just think it's kind of I just don't prefer it mm-hmm. did you end up playing it Trevor? Um, I played it the first time I, after I beat the campaign mm-hmm. um, I wasn't able to play it this time because my network has changed and I, it, I have like a, a moderate or strict knack type and so it wouldn't let me play multiplayer for some reason um, but from what I remember it felt like Titanfall from the first um, game, like the multiplayer, um, but the levels were a lot more open. You know, you have a lot more variety with the Titans and loadouts. It, from what I remember, it's a lot more beneficial to be in the Titan than on foot. I want to say that's how it felt playing it. Um, like if if somebody on the field on the enemy team had a Titan. You know, you're basically at a disadvantage, and that's probably what it's meant to feel like. Um, but the first game, I don't know how many hours I put into it, and I'm sure it was in the hundreds. But, um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, I ended up. I I told myself I was going to play the uh, multiplayer, but I never ended up doing it. So 
Um, I, I only can speak from the campaign point of view, and I really dug it. So, um, I had like, I think we mostly answered all my questions. I had a couple more, but did you guys have anything else? We can wrap this up. What would you change in this game to make it more like Neon Genesis? Well, first, yeah, teenagers. Um, I mean, it would have to. It would have to be like the Titans would have to be like a big one-on-one fight, right? Like you can't. You can't be like, oh, I'm a Titan. At least if you're a good guy, you're not fighting other dudes like on the ground. You're just fighting. So like you fighting a Titan mm-hmm. and one big Titan. Um, and I feel like you would have to adapt to his weaknesses and everything. And so, um, it would almost, almost be like Shadows of the Colossus, but in Titans. And that could be really cool. Where it's like you're adapting to whatever is the weakness or trying to figure out whatever the weaknesses of this particular Titan is. Every Titan fight is different. Um, you could use different mechs, I guess, technically, or use different pilots or whatever, but that would be what I would do. What you think? Um, I don't really have an answer for that one. I was just wondering because I remember <laughs> you said you were wanting to play a Met game, and that was after we voted on this one. And I was just yeah. like, "Oh wait, you probably wanted something more along the lines of like um, Zone of Enders." Or... So yeah, like I. But again, I I thought this was an actual Titan game or like or like a, a Met game. This was not what I was expecting. So, um, I don't know. I, I think that if, if I wanted, especially after Eva, I'd want something that was a little bit more, I guess, tactical. And less, like, action, like, I don't know. Like, the story in this game kind of seemed not that important or whatever. And I, I think that I'd have to have a more story-based game featuring Titans or something like that, you know? What did you think about, and this is for everybody, what did y'all think about BT's personality? I had a question about that, too. I had a question of what, what... Okay, so, piggybacking off Trevor, what did you think about BT's personality, and did it make, remind you or make you think of any particular character in media? Mm. I mean, I feel... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you had it. Um... I don't know. I'd have to think back to like see if it's you know if if there was like a, another protagonist or like that I could I could think of. But I mean, I I liked him. You know, he's just kind of he has that kind of dry like robot sense of humor. You know what I mean? I, so um, I kind of kind of dug that, and it, it seems like you can see like his relationship with um, the main character kind of grow throughout the game. So I also kind of appreciated that. Yeah, so um, I it, it took a turn whenever she was like, uh, I forgot who it was, but there was one one part in the campaign where you were about to be assi- or BT was about to be assigned to an actual pilot, and then he defended you. Um, it reminded me of base. Uh, what? Well, I can't even think. The Decepticons and Transformers. What is that? Transformers. Yeah, uh, Bumblebee. It reminded me of that because he. Like look, he, he was looking after you, and then he def- and he saved you. I mean, he had that protocol three. It was a very sad ending on uh, for him, but he sacrificed himself for you. So it was like he had like life, like human, like emotion. Uh, but it reminded me of Bumblebee from uh, Transformers. What about you, Trevor? 
Um, I didn't think it was too overbearing. Normally they they either go like way too cheesy with robots or too dry, and I think this one was fine. Yeah, I liked it. It made me think of Chappie. <laughs> Did you guys Chappie? Yeah. Mm. Did you guys watch Chappie? No. Is that the District 9? Um, yeah, that guy. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I, I remember that, but like, I don't I don't remember enough of that movie. I just, but. like, not necessarily the movie. I'm just talking about the way the robot acted. Like, he was kind of humorous, but like, like in a dry way. Like, like kind of what Trevor said, it wasn't super corny. Um, I do think there are parts where Chappie is a little corny, but I think it's because he's learning from the people around him. Yeah, those were the What do you say, Trevor? Those gangsters he was learning from. Yeah, yeah, from Diane Word. So I don't know. Like I, I really dug it. Um, dug him. I thought he was he was really cool. He was my little buddy. And um, um, another uh, some some other things that I saw like people were likening him to the Iron Giant, or um, oh yeah, uh, there was another. Uh, robot character and something too but you know it's just like it, it did feel like a buddy cop kind of movie especially when you guys were separated earlier on where he's kind of like giving you the lay of the land you know and like kind of telling you uh, matter of factly like what he can and can't do for you you know and like oh I can see what you're doing right now or I can, you need to go or whatever it, it definitely felt like a kind of like Optimus Prime mixed with Iron Giant, mixed with Chappie, mixed with, like, you know, all these different, like, attributes we see in all these robots in movies from media, you know? Um, did you have anything else, Trevor, question-wise? No, I think that was it. Okay, we covered, basically, I have two questions left. One was, would you guys be interested in a Titanfall 3? Based off of... yeah. I'm, I'm saying based off the campaign solely. Not I'm not including camp or the but, multiplayer. But you can based, bring in the multiplayer if you would like. Based solely off campaign, yeah. Um, I would uh, I would like for them to maybe increase the fluidity of the or the or decrease the stiffness of the the mech or the titan. Um, I think it'd be cool to maybe do like some rolls or dodge or like I felt like whenever I was out of the titan out of the titan. And he was, uh, and uh, he, he was like, more fluid. Yeah, he looked like he was doing a, a lot more agile. Um, I, I would, it would be cool to introduce like a jump mechanic with the Titan, like not even like something like where he's running on walls, but like instead of like his space bar doing the booster thing, I would rather be able to jump. I don't know. I, I it just, I would like to feel it to feel less stiff if I'm playing as a Titan. I mean, they kind of even show, especially at the end, that it's not necessarily the the body that is the um, sentience, I guess, of the Titan, but it's the 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 eyeball or whatever. So, like, they could do something where they're like, you know, you're taking that little serve kit out of one body and putting it in a different, completely different one. So they could do like a level where it's like, you know, uh, this is your guy's ship. Yeah, like so, like uh, under uh, underwater level, or like maybe this is one where 
we we give you a super mobile titan or like a stealthier one because this is the type of level and you still have like the same voice in your head or you know the same buddy with you but he's like has different abilities or whatever and they I, they showed that they can do that at the very last level so i think i think that that would be the next step personally is like uh giving you some different options as far as like what your your titan can actually do once you're in it i think it'd be cool to be able to customize to like your weapon kit so not just being limited just changing the weapon you have four specific uh Mm. i mean i get what you're saying it'd be cool to be able to choose i just I, i i the thing that i like about the game is like i don't want it to change it to make it feel like another game and I feel like enough other games where if you're just saying like, oh, if I hit a different button on a D-pad, I have a different weapon. If I hit up, there's my rifle. Down is my special. Left is my submachine gun. Right is my, you know, shotgun or whatever. Like, I don't need this game to do that. I like that I have to experiment and use different weapons constantly. So I don't think that them giving you like a weapon loadout is like a step in the direction of like making Titanfall be Titanfall. I think it'll make Titanfall feel like a different like something else, you know? Yeah. And that that's kind of why I was like, I think it's important that you don't get to just choose whichever Titan you want to use, and that's the one, you know, every, before every level. Like, I still think they should force you to have, like, the Titan that they want you to use for that level, but now that we know that you can just take out the, the mind of the the Titan and implement it in a new body that gives you a little bit more flexibility on like what they can do with the game. Cause otherwise like everybody's just going to be like, Oh, I want to take just the speedy Titan or I just want to take the heavy Titan or whatever, but they can like create unique situations where you have this Titan that is built for being underwater or something like that. And like you, you still have your normal buddy voice and he still knows everything about you but like he's retrofitted with these different upgrades or whatever I don't know no that'd be cool I think that's definitely a, a step in the right direction that they can take I just want to see what n- cool levels they can come up with to like, uh, be like yeah I mean yeah yeah where it's like you know if they were if kind of what Trevor was saying where it was like the first game they didn't have a campaign. The second level, the second game, they decided to have a campaign, but it was like a bunch of hodgepodge ideas thrown together. The third game, let's like hopefully they planned and like crafted an entire story, and just having more time that they can dedicate to trying to do an entire campaign. I feel like they could come up with some really cool ideas, but, but based off of what they've done. But who needs to do that when they can just take all the assets from this game? And come out with a, um, a battle royale mode. Yeah, yeah, and that, that was my next question. So, uh, I guess my next, my first question was, how would you feel about a Titanfall three? And my next question was, um, does this game turn you on to wanting to play Apex Legends? Nah, <laughs> I can't say that because I. It did. did you get more, like, did you revisit Apex after playing this game? I have not touched Apex after playing this game. I played it a little bit before, but I honestly, I didn't know that this was... I didn't know it was in the same universe. But um, I still... I'm not a huge fan of Apex. 
I pref I would I'd rather play the Call of Duty Modern uh, the Warzone over Apex. I just uh, the the combat was it's the same guns, but I feel like the combat is slightly different to me. Um, I'm not that great at Apex Legends. Compare, uh, I felt like the aiming is different. What else is new? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I wouldn't. I'm not more. Basically, I'm not more turned on to playing Apex. What about y'all? Once I found out Apex Legends, like when it, when Apex Legends was first announced, and I found out, you know, they basically just used the same assets as Titanfall 2, and it was set in the same universe. Um, it made me want to play it just because of how much I like Titanfall. Um, but I'm not a big battle royale player so you know i bounced off of it i played maybe a few rounds of it here and there and it's okay but i don't know i just i liked having the titans that was the fun part of it for me what about you greg nah i mean I, I just don't have much interest in like battle royale shooters so like i just just not my thing yeah i'm i'm in the same boat like i watched somebody um I, I i messed around with what was the first one PUBG? i played that one i played like uh fortnite when it first came to console i played that for like three games four games and it just the concept it was never super appealing to me so i'm kind of just i have my blinders on whenever new ones come out i don't really i don't really check for them or anything like that i don't really they don't they don't do anything for me. You guys got anything else? Uh, no? I feel like we covered everything that I had on my mind. Alright, well... I know Dante Greg. asked if any of us had the... Um, if any of us got the trophy for the tutorial level. Any of y'all nah, I tried it a couple times, but I, I was like, I'm not getting this. Wait, what's the trophy? I think it was just like you get an achievement for doing the speed run. I, I, I got an achievement or trophy for doing... Like, I didn't get the fastest time, but I beat the person, I think Major Anderson or whatever, and so I got a trophy for that. Is that what you thought? Yeah, that's what I have, the student. Yeah. There must be one to get first place. There has to be. As soon as I saw it, I was like, there has to is be. Is that the one he's referring to? No, because the one he's referring to, the dude did it in like 37 seconds, or the first place, something like that. And my time was like 54 seconds or something like that. I don't see. I don't see any other trophy, like for. But well, I, I did do that one—the one where you you beat the uh, the master or whatever. Oh, place top three in the Gauntlet scoreboard—is that what you're talking about? That's probably it. Yeah, I did. I didn't do that one. I'm yeah, not that, that fast. One. Yeah, become the master, thirty-two seconds. Yeah, I did. I did not do that one. I assume like doing that, you you're not shooting anybody. Right, uh, pro- I, I, I bet, I'm willing to bet you have to because typically on stuff like that, they give you like a penalty. Gotcha. Typically, but I don't know if that's the case. So. Oh yeah, you are shooting everybody. Okay, yeah, I definitely didn't do that one. I wanted to, but I was like, yeah, I would be here all day if I had to do that. So no, I didn't. Um, so uh, Trevor, great game, great experience. Great game, great experience. Okay. T, great game, great experience. Definitely a great game, great and great experience. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, great game, great experience. 
great game, great experience. Yeah, this is a unanimous. So one. I'm trying to remember with Syndicate, did we factor in the multiplayer? I mean, I dug the multiplayer, and I think Greg, uh, Greg liked it. I don't think you did, right, Trevor? I think I liked the multiplayer better than the campaign. I know Dante didn't like the multiplayer, or something like that. And I remember, I remember Dante didn't like the multiplayer. But I thought two two of us I thought it was two and two. Like two people really liked the multiplayer, two people really liked the campaign. Yeah, Dante said it was him that didn't like the I guess that didn't Dante like was the only there for the Skrillex. <laughs> <laughs> um I uh I don't think I have anything else. Do you guys have anything else? Okay. I ha I like what do you I guess one more question. If you're not interested or don't have multi like a online or whatever, you know, Xbox Live or PSN, would you still recommend this game? And what do you think is a fair price to pay? You're, you're we're talking uh, a six hour multiplayer or excuse me, six hour campaign. What do you think is like too much to spend if you don't have online? I think uh this game regularly goes on sale for like five bucks, which I think is like well, like within like a good price range to recommend to anybody. I mean, it's like campaigns only like a few hours, but like it's at least five dollars worth of entertainment. You know what I mean? Like well above that, I would think. But I personally, I, I agree. I definitely agree, and I do know that this is one of those games that goes on sale a lot. But if somebody is watching and they're actually interested in playing the game, and you have PC, if you're on um, Origin, you can. Just I bought their monthly thing where it's like five dollars, and I canceled it right after because I don't plan on playing much. But you can play this game and a ton of other EA games that are ever whatever whatever's on that Origin list for a month. Um, it's just like a subscription based thing, like kind of like Xbox Game Pass or whatever. So that's what how I played this game. It's well worth it to me. Hey, we got sponsors now, right? I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, if you're going to go that. Origin's also a piece of shit app. I hate it. <laughs> uh, what about you, Trevor? Um, what do you think? Yeah, I would say it's definitely worth the 5 to $10, however much it costs when it's on sale. I wouldn't recommend this game if you were only into the single-player campaign at the original MSRP. But definitely at its current price point um, I can recommend this what, what did we say how much it is right now it's five I just checked it's five bucks on uh it's yeah. five bucks on I Origin. Say, yeah I was just thinking like if it was like twenty dollars that's too much I don't yeah I think so you do I think it is if you're not gonna play multiplayer it's not not worth twenty dollars actual price of it now is ten dollars like on Xbox live or, or whatever I think it was reduced to, to ten yeah, I'm trying to look it up. Yeah, it's twenty dollars right now on PlayStation. Oh. It's twenty dollars on PlayStation, which I think is too much. Like, I, I I would say fifteen. I would I would do fifteen though. I think fifteen is fair. What do you guys think? I would stick with the ten range. I mean, obviously, like yeah. if you had the means to five ten dollars, a perfect. It's a, it's a good. Uh, Value, but I think even fifteen dollars is like it's fine. Like it, I think any more than that for sure. I wouldn't like. 
I, I wouldn't budge. If I was playing them, if, if for me personally, if I if I was gonna play multiplayer for more than just like an hour or two, then yeah, fifteen is okay. But because I don't like the multiplayer, I wouldn't want to pay fifteen for it. Actually, it's you can get it pre you can get it uh, pre owned on GameStop for ten dollars. If GameStop is still around when you hear this. <laughs> Alright, well that was that was all I had. Um uh hmm. Where can people find you at, Greg? Uh you guys can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash magnegro with a zero instead of a O. Um you can find me on Twitter at Boombox Zero and on YouTube at youtube.com slash C slash Magnegro. What about you, T? Uh, you can find me on Twitch. Uh, Trepino is my twitch.tv slash Trepino. What you, what you streaming? Uh, may, right now I'll be streaming Valorant and League of Legends. But there'll be it's also sometimes Rocket League. Not with me. <laughs> um, or people find you at Trevor. You can find me on uh, Xbox Live, PSN, um, Switch, Steam, um, at Lyric Unsung. Um, I'll be staying at home and playing video games. And you can find me on. Let's go with. Twitter. You can find me at Potato Salad on Twitter. Um, Zeros. <laughs> P0TAT05ALAD. Um, the uh, next game is Guest Game. Um, it's going to be the month of May, and it's going to be. Uh, shoot, what's the game? Spec Ops The Line. And then we have our list. Should we even do a list for the next? couple uh, after that too go ahead you guys want to just alright so for June it's Greg's month and we're playing Dishonored for July it's my month and we're playing Kentucky Route Zero and then finally um it's in August we're playing what game Trevor? um Osteros Wrath you're excited. He's been trying oh, yeah. to get that on the list for like two years. I feel like the very first list we ever did, probably. you had that on your... <laughs> and I was reluctant so, to put it on there this time. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's... Look forward to that. Um, well, anything else? Anything else for Titanfall 2? Great game, great experience all around. You guys got anything else you got to say? Alright, well, we're missed checkpoints and we're out. Peace!